What is up, Music Junkies? We are proud to bring you another episode. Um, so before we jump into all that and let you know who we're going to be interviewing, I think Mario and I should catch up because it's been about a week since we've really had a had a talk about the music. So um, let's talk about our favorite uh, genres. You know, let's go ahead and like list five. Um, do you want to start? Would you like me to start? Um, I could start. I mean, I think right now, in this point in time, I'm listening to more rap and R&B. That's like my main focuses. But you know, my favorite genres have always been rap, rock, um, R&B. Uh, I'm not too much into pop, but of course, if it plays on the radio, it gets catchy and shit. But um, hardcore. I like a little bit of country. It's you know it's kind of it's so hard. I listen to so many genres. It's hard to narrow it down to like you know just five because okay. I listen to pretty much everything. So go ahead and tell me a little bit about what you like about each. What rock? You know, it just feels there's just so much soul in it and so much passion. And you know, I like the heavier shit. So you know, makes me fucking gets me angry and going especially you know when i'm working out or having going through some shit that i just gotta fucking listen you know r&b fucking loves singing you know love the whole sensual part of music you know bachata you know we're oh by the way we're lit we're interviewing larissa santiago which is a latin english pop you know she's a little bit of everything so we're gonna kind of sort of talk about latin music in the interview um but yeah like like bachata is i would say it's the mexican or the not the mexican the hispanic latino Mm r&b so you know the central part of the music and how it makes you you know put you in the mood to do some adult rated r things the music that makes you either want to fuck or fight gotcha yeah yeah pretty much (laughs) that's my shit (laughs) That's all I like to do. <laughs> so what about you? Okay, so me, um, recently, like you said, I've been getting more into the rap. And I think I really like the element of like free expression and yeah. using uh, percussiveness and, and like the use of ad libs in there to kind of add a little more depth to, you know, like just like the spoken word. And you can actually, you can really feel what, what the person's trying to convey with, with rap, especially when they start getting aggressive. And you have people like Eminem or even like Hobson or uh, what's one more good one that I'm recently listened to. Uh, never mind. Just those. Never two mind. <laughs> so speaking of rap, look at what I got. What you got? Is that King Blitz? That's King Blitz, bro. Sign, sign CD, King Blitz. Nice. nice. Just wanted to show that off. No, that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope. Does he have anything new on there, or is it just like what he has? No, that's what he has. But he did release a new song, and I don't want to say the name because I couldn't remember it the other day. Ooh. Sorry, uh, King Blitz. I was bumping that shit. Let's see. Let me confirm. Uncontested. There you go. It's it's only two minutes and a 
few seconds, but it's so good. I was bumping that shit. Definitely recommended. Eight Father just released a a remix with uh, Julie. Um, talk talk that way. So he it's his original release, and then he remixed it with Julie. Um, so that's out. You should check that out. I hear she's got something else coming out here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, we won't talk about that today, but yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good song. Anyways, so what else are you listening to? Okay, so there there was the rap. Um, so I've I've also been listening to a lot of soul and R and B lately too. You know, I'm finding that that's that's more along the lines of really really sad music because I've yet to find something positive or like happy or or. Or like uh well what kind of r&b and soul are you listening to the old school kind um i'm listening to a mixture of both you know i'm going back to like the 80s and then i've been playing in like the early 2000s anything early 2000s yeah early 2000s god damn <laughs> Show, shows your age yeah all right how old are you what 28 not yet don't you dare put that on me. You're, what, you're 30? January. You're 35? No. <laughs> I'm still going to play the age card because I'm younger than you. That's okay. By, you a, play few it all month, by a few months. <laughs> still younger. Um, and then there's... Uh, I've been listening to a lot of metal, but everyone that knows me knows, okay, yeah, that's just Jake. It's just the butt metal. I have to yeah. listen to metal. You know? So, I mean, when I'm driving, when I'm start my day hell if if i could while i'm shooting if i had headphones i'd be listening to metal i wouldn't dude imagine bumping some heavy ass metal while shooting your a fucking ar fuck that'd be so dope there's this guy um that does youtube videos his name's max i don't know what they call him but he did him and his friends did the the stars star spangled banner whatever that song is called um with guns shooting at metal um metal targets that you know make a noise a sound when you hit him so it was badass it was pretty fucking cool it was just different all different guns a shotgun a sniper a ar so they were just shooting <laughs> making the song sounded like a beat yeah it was fucking amazing that's anyways cool. um so i you were talking about eminem so eminem came up eminem collaborated with kid cuddy and released the new song and that was released what on friday i think um you know i hate to say this because i know i'm gonna get a little bit of hate on it but i'm not a present day eminem fan just like okay. i'm not a present day kanye fan you know and Kanye thinks he's running for president. Fuck him. Fuck Kanye. If you vote for him, you're a fucking dumbass. Anyways. He, he has he has that grandiose personality type. He's going to go run for it and probably fucking get it because that's just... He's overcompensating for... What? Anyways. <laughs> so I listened to that Kid Cudi Eminem collaboration. I'm... Um... I'm okay with it, you know. It's not it's not the greatest. I would expect more. Kid Cudi, you know, he's been MIA and for a long time in the music 
you know, aspect of it because I know he was acting a little bit. He was in Need for Speed, but it was an okay song. Uh, I mean, I've heard better, but you're still always gonna be a a Tupac fan. I get it. I mean, Tupac is Tupac is Tupac. You can't go wrong with that. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it was okay. Uh, so I just saw we're talking about Latin artists. I just saw J Balvin's music video Azul. And that was the weirdest shit ever. So he plays like it's kind of like he's like a doll or it's just some kind of animation type shit. And then he orders a sex doll or he opens the door and there's a box with a sex doll in it. And I'm like watching him. The song's good. The song's really good. But the music video is just trippy. So he was, I guess, fucking the sex doll. And then the sex doll comes to life for some reason. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. But you know, it's crazy. Yeah, it could be symbolic. Um, you know, me, my brain wanting to pick it apart and dissect it and kind of just like understand the message behind. No, that. I, I don't think, I don't think there's really a message behind it. I think it's just fun. Just an idea. You know, it's, fun. it's, it's reggaeton. Reggaeton's like, you know, I keep saying this is like trap, Spanish trap. So I think it's just f- fucking around. They think it's f- funny or cool. Um, mm-hmm. Might be a meme, but and it's crazy because Latin artists are making a huge, huge um, push into the pop culture. So like if you watch um, the VMAs, what two years ago, maybe a year ago, Maluma was the first. Latin artist to be um, to get a VMA to win a VMA it was the first Latin artist and you know VMAs are it's pretty much just pop a little bit of rap and stuff like that so it's all pop culture and Latin you know is making a push through Bad Bunny was the first ever Latin artist to be featured on Rolling Stones magazine which is a huge accomplishment you know mm-hmm. there's Maluma, J Balvin, Anuel, uh, Bad Bunny, you know, all of them are making collaborations. And I feel like this is going to be the new normal. You know how there's the new normal. There's always a new normal every year. There's I've seen the Latin music. with Justin Bieber when he came out with a Latin style song. Yeah, like with the- he was with, uh, who was the fucking artist he featured in? Can't even think of it, but... Yeah, there's Becky G with Prince Royce and Anuel. Becky G is Mexican, so I kind of kind of get that. But Snoop Dogg made a song uh, with uh, Banda MS. You know, Snoop Dogg, rapper mm-hmm. with the double G. Banda MS is fucking corridos, rancheras. You know, so it's just that's going to be the new normal one. There's so, there's so much Spanish speaking Americans in the United States. Like that, that, Isn't Snow the product like that too? Snow the product, Snow the product. Yeah. Does she raps in English and Spanish, but she does collaborations with, you know, with everyone. Rappers. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, me and, me and my girl were talking. This is, we're like, we were listening to on the, on the radio fucking, um, 
Anuel featuring in an, uh, with the rapper. Or, no, it was Tyga with DJ Snake and um, I think it was J Balvin. They have a song out. And we were listening we are like, dude, this is just, this is what's going to be normal now. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, Latin artists with American artists. And that's it. That's going to be the new normal. You know. So... I, I mean, I enjoy it. I speak both languages, so, you know, it works for me. But even people that don't speak both languages, it's just a beat. It just, you know, makes you want to dance, make you, makes you want to move the reggaeton, you know, instruments. It just, it's just makes it pretty awesome. So I think that's going to be up and coming, and we're just going to see it everywhere, hear it everywhere. I, I'm excited for it. Heck yeah, man. So, I'm excited too because they bring a lot of like good vibes with them too, and yeah. I've been hearing it lately too. Yeah, reggaeton's a mixture of trap and reggae, you know. So, you know, people could fuck with it. I could fuck with it. I fucks with it. You fucks with it. I fucks with it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're ready for um, Larissa Santiago. Uh, great singer she does a little bit of everything she's worked reggaeton she's worked pop you know her portuguese or her brazilian native music i personally have haven't heard that so i gotta check it out anyways um stay tuned for the interview so larissa thank you for coming on the show um thank you for inviting me <laughs> yeah no i mean you you're pretty much blowing up now you got a lot of music out so i kind of want to just ask you know first of all this is my go-to question is how did you get started in the music you know how did you start making music uh, i've always been um i've always been involved with music like pretty much my entire life um i was born in brazil i technically immigrated to canada when i was 17 so prior to that I used to be in a school choir when I was about like nine or 10. And then when I was 15, I started taking private lessons. And then when I moved to Canada, I I was like, oh my gosh, I need to be involved with music somehow. So I joined the school ensemble. Um, Cause I, I studied in Victoria actually. So that's why like the correlation, me going back to Victoria during quarantine and all that. Um, so yeah, I joined the, vocal jazz ensemble and then I started university in Toronto and then I felt like something was missing and then I I I accidentally bumped into a music producer and then we started working I was like oh my gosh that's what what was missing like I wasn't involved with music for a long time and um, sometimes university can really suck you in and you're just like focused like academics like you know becoming adult and like sometimes you just have so much on your plate yeah exactly. and then your passion is just and then your passion is just like bye like i'll see yeah. you whenever right and then i'm like oh my gosh this is actually what i want to do because sometimes you're so like focused on certain areas of your life and then like there's always like that one thing like poking you and for me it's always been music so then i'm just like i i think like my purpose in life is to actually do music, you know, like make music, um, put out there in the world, like a message or somehow like put my voice out there because it's always been something that's always been in my life, whether 
I like it or not, it's always there. So, so then I just got started uh, from there. Um, I started like writing more during university. And then I just like randomly on Spotify was just checking out like um, new Canadian music and all that. And then I contacted um, a producer from Edmonton. He lives in Edmonton, but he's actually from here. And then we worked on Home, the song that you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I really like it. Yeah. So we worked um, on Home. And then since then, I, I was just like, I want to make more music. So, um, and I've always been passionate about different genres because I grew, I grew up listening to a lot of different music. And then moving to Victoria, I got to... Um, I had a lot of Mexican friends, so I got really immersed into the Latin culture because, like, Brazil is kind of like its own secluded country in the middle of Latin America, and we have our own genres, and it's it's very like different from the rest because yeah. everybody else is Hispanic and we're not. So um, I started learning Spanish because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the only Brazilian girl out here, and I have no friends. And they're the closest thing to my culture. Yeah. And I was like at the same time learning English and like going through, you know, it, it's very hard when you're 17 on your own, starting a new school in a different language. Um, I studied English before back in Brazil, but it wasn't the same. It's like you're studying a couple hours of Spanish and then you're like, boom, I'm in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, oh gosh. So then I started becoming friends with the Mexicans, uh, learn Spanish that way because it was very easy. There was Spanish um, taught at school. Then I'm like, I'm going to take um, the language and then just uh, practice with my Mexican friends because why not? That's yeah. like, that, that, that just seemed easy. And it turned out that I loved Spanish. So that's how everything started to like come together. And then um, the whole movement with um, Latin music and all that. So yeah then one thing led to the other like there's no such thing as like uh, uh, the right path so yeah and here i am um Sounds like you got a couple people. of things that make you pretty diverse um so let me go ahead and ask you what are three of your inspirations in the music industry and what do you like most about them man um i really like anita anita is a singer i don't know if you guys know her she's from brazil and uh She's broken all stigmas and uh, she sings in, in the three languages, um, English, Portuguese, and Spanish. Um, she's becoming a worldwide phenomena. So for me, it's like, wow, I really admire that because she came from a poor family back in Rio de Janeiro and uh, she was able to make um, the Brazilian funk very pop and, um, and like and recognized out there you know so for me like i really look up to that and um i also love worldwide music i love knowing different cultures and all that so i want to show that it's like it's possible for a girl from brazil singing english like follow pretty much like her route per se you know like just being able to like Put yourself out there, and... put Brazil more on the map as well, because um, there aren't as many, a lot of people that were famous back in the day, like in the international arena, they were like the old school music. And now we're having Brazilian pop music becoming famous out there. So it's it's really cool to see. 
um, and inspires me to show that like music actually has no barriers and you can enjoy a Latin music, like you can enjoy J Balvin, you can enjoy Anita, you can enjoy, you know, many other different artists and they're not per se like American or, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, and I feel I feel like you know nowadays it just seems like Latin music is just making its way into the United States, um, yeah. As pop culture, it, you know, back in the day it was like oh, you know, it's just the Hispanics just listening to reggaeton. But now, like uh, Bad Bunny was the first Latin artist to be featured on um, what was it? it? Wasn't Time Mag? It was a uh, Rolling Stones magazine. Mm-hmm. So you know, I feel like their Latin music is just making a huge impact and kind of kind of cool that you're you know trying to break through the barriers and stuff like that. Yeah, because like, I mean, a lot of um, like a lot of the population of the United States, they are Hispanics, they're yeah. Latin. So yeah. it's really cool to see that like they're part of it as well. Right. Like it's like embracing it. It's yeah. really cool. So how was the transition going from, you know, living in Brazil to Canada and why Canada? Like out of every place like out los angeles which is closer <laughs> to brazil and you know bigger in music and stuff like that so how how did you you know get there well the transition was kind of funny in a sense because i wanted to have gone to a music school right and then like i was looking at options and all that and then um canada just seemed safer and smaller you know like I don't know, I would have been terrified just leaving my house like at the age of 17 and being in the middle of Los Angeles. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my, you know, I was like, Definitely oh my don't want to be down there. Yeah, Los Angeles is crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of like, I don't, I also wanted to learn English. So it, it just seemed like the best option for me. You know, like my parents were on board with that. They were like, okay, that's fine. Um, they were also scared that I went to the US, right? Because it's just, it's just huge. Yeah. It's just like, it, it's scary for me as well, you know? So, so yeah, that was like, why Canada? Like, seems like safer, smaller. Um, people are nicer. Like Pardon me? Yeah, people, people are nicer in Canada than they are in the United States. That's for sure. <laughs> Come on, Americans are nice. <laughs> Americans are mean. Yeah, Americans are horrible. We're horrible people, <laughs> but I'm Mexican, so you know I, I would say I'm a little nicer <laughs> than the average American. <laughs> yeah, so then like I really like the school, and um, like we looked a little bit like about the town and all that. I'm like, sure, that it seems to be um, very good, and it would be a great experience. So why not? It was kind of like a little random, you know, it was yeah. just. I just I just went with it and I'm like um, I'm I'm gonna try to make the best of the situation and I am going as an exchange student um, learn English um, assimilate the culture and they also really um, how do I say this they really um, do the marketing for Brazilians to also go to Canada um, to study there's I don't know what it is but like they incentivate us to go to Canada as well. Yeah. So I was just like, that's very appealing. The song, the song, the school has a great music program. So I'm like, sure, like, why not? And 
it was great. <laughs> did you didn't major in music, right? You did international um, relations. relations. Yeah. And yeah. then you did a minor in music or how did that how did that go? No, I I've never really well, I studied music a little bit back in Brazil, like going to um, the vocal coach, going to um, going to a teacher. I don't know how to say this in English. Um, going to a teacher that teaches you um, notes. It's like it's like how do I say musicalization? I don't know if that makes sense, but like <laughs> I, I think like, I get it. <laughs> It's weird, like ear training and uh, just some, just someone like to help me. But like I did it for such a short period of time because then I'm like, yeah, peace out. I'm going to Canada, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I've always done like everything myself, like singing and like writing. I just just started to write uh, whatever I felt and whatever I thought it was cool. Um, read a couple books here and there everything like self-taught mostly that's awesome so what would you say uh that you struggle the most with when it comes to making and writing your music what's your what's what's your achilles heel i find it like it's just very hard to find the right formula to market yourself or like mm. to establish your own brand you know like because yeah. sometimes like um and that's with writing pardon me I asked you like with writing, with your with your lyrics, oh, with, sorry. with your music purpose. No, it's okay, it's okay. I'd love to hear about that too. Yeah, but... we'll get back to that one. I want to yeah, get yeah. that one. Uh, what is the? Sorry, I think I got sidetracked. What What uh, is the I hardest thought... part about writing music? So, what do you like get stuck with? Yeah. Sometimes it's like the inspiration, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes like I'm just living a normal life, you know, like I don't have mm -hmm. anything like major going on. I don't have, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, like nothing really what like. What do I write about? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes it's just like, I'm out of ideas. So what do I do? So then like when I do that, I start like listening to other, to like listening to other people's music. Um, what else? I start reading about things. Sometimes a movie sparks me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can write about this. Yeah. Because like most of the time, what I feel is that people think that, artists are constantly writing about themselves and like writing about like stories that they went through and all that but that's not necessarily true yeah not everyone you know, goes like, through everything you know and it, yeah and like so some sometimes you're like oh my gosh I, I heard the story about my friend i don't know she broke up with her boyfriend this xyz happened and it was like i already heard that crazy. story so then i'll just take it and i'll just write about it you know, it's just like stuff that like I think people could relate to. And yeah, so then I go from there and that's kind of and or sometimes I ask people like, tell me a thing that I could write about. Yeah. And then I'll just like just start from there because um, songwriting is not just about inspiration, but also about the craft. Right. So sometimes you need to really sit down and just write You're like I'm going to write about like this house is yellow or just like throw a bunch of like random words and then you see like oh this could actually be an idea and then you write about it so what's easier for you writing the hook or the verse mm. oh <laughs> i think writing the verse because yeah. like i kind of I, I kind of like it kind of weirds me out when i'm like 
starting like writing a, uh, a story from like the middle to the beginning that's kind of how I feel about like writing like the course first and then the verses you know and for me it's like I need to start small and then like the course will be like the climax right of the whole song so that's kind of how I work it's <laughs> funny because you know I've talked to a lot of people that say no chorus is always first that's the first thing then you write your verses I'm not I'm not like that I can't write a course to save my life so I no, focus no. on my verses get those good and then you know yeah. spend time on the course yeah That's... same <laughs> okay so let's go back to uh marketing yourself so you said you okay. kind of like, struggle with that a little bit um yeah, so what it's are you kinda... doing now? pardon what's what do you think is working now and what do you think uh wasn't working so how is your learning curve and adjusting to that well, i mean now well, it seems well, like you're having a lot more success so i mean like yeah because a, a lot of the things as well is just like i don't know ha having friends helping you out for example mm -hmm. like you tag you tag people and then people start Share. tagging and all yeah, that yeah. So, so like that really helps also um I mean, I'm not like I am independent, right? Like I do everything myself. So it's just really finding like ways of like, I don't know, writing to magazines, um, going like, like having you guys, for example, reaching out, like going to like um, radio stations that are multicultural or like people who are interested. And also a lot of reaching out, a lot of like, hey, this is my music, check, check this out, like a lot of emailing um so so that helps a lot it's a lot of like you need to put yourself out there in order to start getting some traction are you solely focused on music or do you have your uh, career you know you're you're pursuing outside of music? so right now covid hit right yeah. so um i've been mostly focused on music um i'm also like looking for like some side hustles that i could do and all that that could help me with music um I also am learning about how to make beats and uh, find like different ways to also monetize my talent, right? Yeah. So um, being writing as well, like with other people and all that, because the end goal is for sure to live off from music. Um, it's my main passion. So um, I've, I've like, I've worked at a nine to five before and it, it drained me it drained my soul because yeah. you're solely like focused on work like and it was in music too you know like it was um on the music business side but at the same time like you're not working on your passion you're yeah. not working towards yourself so for me i found it very difficult like i wasn't you know feeling totally fulfilled so yeah that's what i've been up to right now so are you your songwriting or did you stop that? You were songwriting for someone, right? You were signed as a songwriter? Uh, no, I'm not signed uh, as a songwriter. I mostly, um, I don't know if you guys heard of that platform called Sound Better. I freelance songwriting there. Okay. How's yeah. that? It's it's good because like you're, you're always like meeting different people. Um, you help them, you know, like oh, you guys made a song, like, it's very cool. Um, I've also been collaborating with uh, producers out of Instagram. So it's it, it's like, thank God for social media. Thank God for the yeah. internet, because you get to like, meet a lot of people that 
it could be like like it brings you business opportunities right so that you you've never thought you'd have so so what kind of music do you like to like write um because i know you've done a little bit of reggaeton you know pop yeah, yeah. what's your favorite oh this is so hard <laughs> that's a hard question yeah. that's a tough question i think that, like I don't have like a very like oh my gosh this is like yes this is my genre this is like my most preferred yeah. one i think it really depends on the mood i am like sometimes i'm like oh oh the song hypes me up i want to write something edm and like you know i'm just like like really love it and then i'm just like oh i really like this beat from the internet i'm gonna write a reggaeton song like it really it really depends you know, like I just love music, so I'm down to write pretty much like Anything. in any genre. Um, I've never tried country music yet, but <laughs> who, you know, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? I'm gonna see you with knows? the with the hat, some <laughs> cowboy boots, and everything. No, 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 no. <laughs> it would be like Becky G style, you know. If if I were to 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 write like a country music, you know, uh, like Lost in the Middle of Nowhere, I think that's the name of the song. Um, yeah, so like I I've ha I I was like I have a song coming out with Troy Junker. He's a friend of mine. And he's a rapper, and I've never thought that I would be in a song that has mostly a rap. Yeah. And I sing like I sing like the chorus and uh, outro. Um, um, it's it's his song. It's called Waves, and I'm the featuring artist, uh, the featured artist. So you know and it, it and it was like really cool and it's like something that kind of put me out of my comfort zone as well so that's the yeah. most fun to have is right outside of your comfort zone too yeah I... so you totally yeah. was your first reggaeton song um with i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing his name keenan no no my first reggaeton song was with producer medilandia but uh, the song with Keenan was my first uh, featured song with a, mm. with a, like a Colombian artist. He's straight from Colombia and uh, he reached out to me and I'm like, this is very cool. Um, he's super talented. We also have like friends in common from Canada. So it ended up like it was crazy because he reached out to me like two weeks before he wanted to release the song. And I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, let, let's get to work. And it turned out like really well and it's one of my favorite songs i really love it did you write the chorus or did you just sing it yeah like we we, we wrote them um the the verse was already like he had the idea already done but then like everything else like i recorded at home um i wrote the english part and uh we went from there <laughs> that's awesome yeah Sorry. So, what was your first first song ever written and released? It was Home. Home? That was your first song ever? Not my first song ever, but like I've always uh I've always written for myself, you know? Like I I have like for me like I wouldn't say like they're songs, but they're more idea like more like ideas because um I didn't really know about like song structuring at the time. Like I started writing when I was like 15. So it was kind of like just writing ideas here and there, like hooks. And uh, I've written more than like 250 ideas. Uh, it was just something that like 
I loved it, you know, like yeah. sometimes I'll be like, at school, like in the middle of the class, I would have an idea and I had to just like flip my notebook and I'm like, meh, 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 you know, like, yeah. yeah. And like, I wouldn't even like, it was really funny. Cause like, I would always come up with ideas at school and I'm like, I don't understand why. Uh, and at home as well. So it was kind of like crazy. Cause sometimes like melodies would just like form in my, in, in my head. And then like words would just start forming. I'm like, I need to write this down yeah. right now. So yeah, so more than 250 ideas. And then like the first song that I thought it was like good and that I'm like, I want to uh, have this produced was Home. What's this, What's Home about? Home is about the story of two people. Um, they were in love, but things fell through and then they reconnected again. And then it's like, it's the confused feeling of like reconnecting with someone that you love deeply. And then you fall into like a um, romance again. But then it's just like this, you, you just get confused because like, oh, we both got hurt, but we both still love each other. It's like, it, it's confusing, right? Like sometimes you're just like, oh, okay. Like we still have something there, but then you just like, you're not sure but then it feels right. It, it, like it's, it's about, it's about okay. the inner conflict, I, I'd say. So is Man, that, is that from that. personal? Or is that something, yeah? yeah. Uh, that, that is a personal <laughs> That's a That one's a personal one. <laughs> that was a personal one. Oh God, yeah. It's, it's so crazy because you know, a lot of people are like saying that, well, like you were saying, you could write about anything, something you read, something you've gone through. And there's just some people, and I forgot who we had on the show that was just saying that they they only write about personal stuff. So if they don't have anything going on in their life, they can't write about anything. I'm like, oh, okay, that, that, that makes mean, sense. For me, it's like where does the inspiration comes from, right? Like sometimes like something that happened to me, I'm like, oh, I need to, I just need to like write this down. Like this song was really like more like, not like They're a rant, beauty. but like I just needed to put this down to process my thoughts. Yeah. It's like, I just didn't know what was going on. I'm like, what the hell is happening? I just need to sit down and process this. It was more like a relief than a, like an actual song, but then it became a, like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just like, blah, blah, blah. like I wrote it like, I don't know, like in 10 minutes or so. It was like, so oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, like, it was, it was really funny. Cause like, it was like 3 a.m. in the morning, I'm sitting, uh, on my bed with my keyboard and like I had roommates at the time and I'm like I can't be loud or whatever so I just had like my headphones plugged in my keyboard and then I just started like playing chords and I'm like and I'm like okay the song's done I'm off to bed now <laughs> yeah. so it was it was like, it was, crazy. like very, it was very fast and uh yeah because sometimes like things just come so naturally. You're like going through a phase or something that like, you just don't know how to express yourself. And myself, for me, like, I've always been better at words than like speaking to someone like I'm much better in writing, like, you know? So for me, it was like a way of processing it. And I felt such relief after I just like, that's what I feel. Okay, cool. You know? Yeah. So 
it's better yeah, than sitting so, down and just talking to someone about it. You you know you focus yeah you focus fully like, exactly because it's your own authentic genuine feelings and thoughts that you're able to put in there and be like this is me. Like and for me that was a very vulnerable song. It's mm -hmm. like one of my most vulnerable songs I have. Like you, it came straight from like, ha, ah, you know, like let's just blah, blah, throw it out loud and yeah. So do you have anything you're working on now? I do. Um, I, I'm working on um, a couple songs in Portuguese now. Mm. Um, How yeah, many languages do you speak? Sorry. Uh, polyglot you. What? You polyglot um, you. I speak uh, Portuguese, of course. Uh, I mean, my parents say like, no, you don't really speak Portuguese anymore because you speak English all the time. And when I say stuff, they're like, what? But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um, so yeah, I speak Portuguese, I speak Italian, I speak English, Spanish, and I speak a little bit of French. Okay, oh my so about God. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would have been a better question to ask what languages you don't speak. Yeah. <laughs> well, a Damn. lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to your music, you talked about playing the keyboard. Um, do you have like a favorite chord progression that you use? Like a like a, you start with the G or whatever? No. Not really. No. It just it just kind of like I don't know. Sometimes I just like roam around and I start pressing. I'm like, this feels like something's missing. So then I start like going again until like I have like a four chord progression. I'm like, oh, I like this because okay. like the way I write is very random. Like I could be just here, but like la 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 la. Oh, I like this. And then, like, I create a melody, and then, like, I don't even look at the chords, you know? Mm -hmm. Or sometimes a top line on a beat that I, like, that someone gives it gives it to me, or I don't know, you know? And then I'm like, okay, I like this melody or whatever. And then, like, I could be at the keyboard, and, like, I create the chords first, and then the melody comes. And then I also play a little bit of the guitar, so, like, same deal. So it's it could be from, like, beat to top line to top line to B let's put it that way so okay last question do you like minor or major more major it's happier yes okay yeah I that. <laughs> so I interrupted you you know asking about the languages so what are you working on right now oh sorry <laughs> that was my I'm that was my bad <laughs> I well I just uh, finished working with a DJ from Brazil um, I don't know when we're releasing it. Like, I don't, I don't know what the plans are, but it's a song. Um, it's pretty much like a pop EDM song um, that we were working on. Now I'm working on a project um, in Portuguese. Um, I have uh, Waves released in uh, July 20th uh, with Troy Junker. Um, what else? And I also have in mind uh, continuing a project in Spanish. Mm. What, yeah. ki what kind of Spanish though? Like what kind of project is going to be like reggaeton? Is it going to be just pop, bachata, pop? Pop, pop, reggaeton. More okay. like those vibes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So. Awesome. So, you know, that's pretty much all the questions I have. Thank is there you. anything is there anything you want to say um, to your fans, to fans. our listeners? Well, um, don't give up on your dreams. Um, if you have something that you really want to do, just keep at it because every starting point is better than staying still, right? Like you'll you'll never know who you're gonna meet, you never know 
where are you gonna go? So just keep at it, believe in yourself and power through because uh, we only have one life and our life is very short and we're supposed to be happy, right? Like we're supposed to fulfill whatever we want. So yeah, just, just keep at it and don't give up. Things will be tough at times and um, all we can do is take every opportunity as a learning opportunity and become the better version of ourselves. Yeah. Awesome. Well put. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on the show. You know, really thank you so much. I appreciate it as well. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, continue doing what you're doing. You have a lot of talent. You know, I think you're going to be a good change in the world. So keep doing it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Well, that was an amazing interview uh, with Larissa. We have a little uh, couple guests with us right now. Yes, we do. This is my Lucy, my Lucy girl. She's my cute little white girl. White girl. White girl. And Jake has his twin with him. They look exactly alike. They're identical. I cannot tell the difference. Which one? Wait, which one is Jake? <laughs> Anyways, so that was a great interview. Um, awesome girl. Um, gonna do great things. I love her voice. So if you haven't heard her, um, listen to her. She's on all streaming platforms. Larissa Santiago. Um, has a great song called Home. No soy tu niñera. For my Spanish speaking folks out there, um, check her out. You know, gonna do great things. Yes, she is. Well, guys, until next time, I'd say stay tuned because next week we're gonna be having another interview dropping, as always. So awesome. You guys take care. Catch you there.